Welcome to Saving Grace, a podcast ministry of Grace Center for Spiritual Development and Grace School of Theology. Many of our podcasts are accompanied by downloadable study guides and additional resources. You can access those either through our website at gsot.edu forward slash center or through the Grace app for your smartphone. And now, Saving Grace. Hello, I'm Carmen Pate, and I'm your host for today's podcast. Well, we are excited once again to have Pastor Anise Irfan back with us. He has a degree in business management from Liberty University in Virginia. He earned a master's degree in accounting from his home country, and there he utilized his education serving 13 years as a professor of economics and accounting. But God had another adventure plan for Pastor Anise and his family, and he's back with us today to tell us more about his service to the Lord and to the people there uh, in Pakistan. So welcome back, Pastor Anise. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. I appreciate that. Ah, well, you know, yesterday we talked about the difficulties that you face uh, in the country because of persecution, uh, because of just the, the the environment there that often, uh, w- whether it be weather or, uh, in, or issues in the country that shuts wars. down the internet, wars, etc. A lot of things that are going on, and yet uh, God steps in Amen. and allows you to do an incredible ministry. Yes, the last time we talked, we discussed the training of pastors, and we talked about the uh, church plants there. But there's so much more that you are doing in Pakistan, which is amazing to me, uh, Pastor Anise. Let's talk a little bit about the youth camps, because even mm-hmm. here in the States, uh, we recognize as the church uh, that we're losing a lot of our young people. Mm-hmm. Uh, going the way of the world rather than the way of the Lord. Uh, and it's encouraging when I hear reports of your youth camp. So share with our listeners what those are and the kind of response that you get at those. Well, uh, thank you for having me again, and uh, I appreciate this time. And uh, regarding youth camps, it's an immense ministry and uh, there is a team in the Philippines that brings about uh, the youth camps to Pakistan. It's known as the Global Surge. And uh, five to six Filipinos come from the Philippines, and there's about five to six people from our country. We come together, and, you know, we go into different parts of Pakistan. Uh, Generally, now, the way it is done is uh, we do about 10 to 12 days twice uh, in a year. Uh, And every day we're in a different city. Uh, We go from city to city. I I generally have the job of uh, uh, organizing and administering this whole youth camp. And uh, so it takes a lot of work. Two months before the youth camps, I have to go and visit all these 10 cities or 12 cities, how many ever there are. And I just, you know, go and set up uh, the venues. And, you know, we work with the coordinating pastors there and we want to make sure that, that the youth camp is presented to at least 1,000 people and perhaps as many as maybe 2,000, yes. you know. And so we go to That's these cities. Yeah. And every day, so we're traveling. We generally have to travel from our base camp about two hours at mm-hmm. least 
you know, to get to these cities. And, uh, um, you know, then we set up the camp and, you know, we do it for like four or five hours. And uh, we play games with the people, you know, see, those are probably not going to be so effective here in the U.S., per, but perhaps for people in third world countries, you know, where they have not seen love so much. Mm -hmm. And when we take these things to them, they are so encouraged and, you know, they are so in tune with what we are doing. And we show them these dramas and, you know, which are all about redemption. Yes. And uh, we give them illustrational sermons. You know, one of our illustrations is, you know, where, uh, you know, we put this chemical into water and it turns it into red. And, uh, you know, and we want to show that uh, uh, that there is sin in, in the world and there is no way that man can overcome his own sin. And then we have this cross and uh, in, in the cross are vitamin C pills. And so we want to represent that Jesus came and he... Uh, gave his life and so we oh. you know we put the cross in the water and it becomes white again mm. you know so it just so makes sense to people yes, that only a visual Jesus, exactly uh that only jesus can uh, you know bring them back uh mm. into reconciliation with the father yes. and uh so praise god i mean we're just uh at it and uh we try to present a message that uh, focuses on that man is in his efforts mm -hmm. can never make it with uh, with God. Mm -hmm. You know, it's yeah. only through Jesus Christ yes. that he can be reconciled and be justified. You know, uh, so it has been very powerful in these last nearly 10 years, nine, 10 years, we have had about 260,000 people oh, that we have taken the youth camps to and over 170,000 you know, have made decisions of faith. Oh, that's incredible. You know? Yeah, and it continues to grow. We just had a youth camp about uh, a month and a half ago. Mm -hmm. uh, and, uh, you know, we witnessed to about 12, no, more like 14,000 people and nearly 9,000, you know, uh, submitted or rather made decisions of faith. Wow. You know, and something. to accept mm -hmm. the love that only Jesus can give, mm -hmm. you know, so praise God. I'm um, utterly always amazed by what God does yes. at these uh, youth camps. We normally yes. have two sessions. In one session, we preach uh, redemption, you know, and salvation. And the second session, we uh, try and preach fellowship, you know, what it means to be a Christian or what does God expect from us after yes. we become a Christian. And after, you know, people have, uh, accepted the Lord Jesus at these camps, our hope is, and this is what we pray towards, mm -hmm. is discipleship and that people would go and join churches. And that's where my bigger vision yes. of having better pastors who can do discipleship better. Because while we have been very good at winning people to the Lord, mm -hmm. I believe we've not been good at discipling mm -hmm. as much as we should be. So that is an area we yes. really are working towards. So what I'm wanting to say is that while the Holy Spirit does, uh, you know, his job above and beyond, we as disciples perhaps are lagging behind, you know. So that's my vision that we can, uh, you know, uh, have more disciples who can do a better job of, of discipleship. Of course. And I'm assuming that you keep track of, of who attends. And, yeah. and so there there is an opportunity for them to connect with yeah. the church. Yeah. Oh, if, if, yes, yes. Well, that is uh, certainly something that we, we can pray for, that, oh, yeah. uh, that there will be those connections made, the follow-up will continue. 
because that is a mass of young people coming together. Oh, yeah. And uh, if it's not intentional to reach out and follow up with them, I can see how yeah. it might go by the wayside. So that's that's certainly a, a, a good area for us to pray. True. Uh, now, do you find that the youth are the ones who are then talking about the camps and that's why the numbers are increasing when you go back and do these each year? Definitely. You know, it becomes uh, more attractive. What we do is that we... In a certain year, we may just go to a city, but then not go there again for like at least a one year break right, in right. between, you know, so that it becomes attractive for them. And uh, and whenever we go back to a city, mm-hmm. you know, it always doubles in size. Wow. More and more people come to the camps. Uh, you know, it has, I believe strongly that, you know, uh, it is divinely Mm-hmm. Uh, orchestrated mm-hmm. that God uh, brings mm-hmm. all that many people to these youth camps. Yes, uh, yes. But praise God, it's growing. Oh, and we're wonderful. always excited, uh, you know, by the prospects of uh, yes. youth camp that it continues to grow and, uh, you know, God is glorified through all of this. Oh, love it. And I'm sure with youth, you probably have music. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, definitely. I mean, yeah. you know, uh, music and uh-huh. uh, games yes. and. Uh, uh, illusions and things uh-huh. like that, everything that attracts young people. And we try yes. to work on, you know, making it more attractive every time. Of course. You know, so that it will always, uh, you know, be an attraction for the young people. Something they look come. forward to. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. And they yes. always do, and they always invite more people. And yes. we've always had big success with it. Uh, praise God. Oh, well. oh, that I, I agree. Oh, this, and and I'm so thankful that it's the young people are getting the message of of mm-hmm. grace, uh, because that's that is what is is so so needed. Yeah. Well, what about um, the feeding centers? Mm-hmm. I know, you know, we we uh, know that there are many who are uh, living at poverty level in yeah. in that country, and certainly those physical needs have to be met Mm. oftentimes before the spiritual needs can be met. Uh, So talk to us about what those look like and how, how that is, is uh, used to minister to people. You know, the feeding centers, uh, I was really given a burden for about four or five years ago. And uh, when I saw these kids uh, in one of the localities where we have a church and kids eating out of garbage can, Mm. You know, they didn't even have a a meal a day, you know, and uh, I tell you, my heart was really moved that, you know, uh, these kids did not even have one uh, good food for the day. And, uh, you know, I prayed about it and uh, we started a feeding center. And uh, in fact, we had two, Uh, you know, we're down to one because we've lost uh, support for the feeding centers. And, uh, you know, although there are more and more kids that need to be fed, and what we're doing with the feeding centers is that we're having Sunday school classes uh-huh. uh, with those kids that come to the feeding centers. So not only do we feed them, uh, we also, uh, you know, try to give them spiritual food as well. Yes. And uh, it has been amazing to see the, you know, little young people excited about uh not even food, but also mm. the spiritual, you know, food that they come for. Mm. And mm. Uh, there is a bigger need for it. I, I really hope and pray that mm-hmm. someone will come along and help us with the feeding centers. Yes. Uh, 
because the need continues uh, to grow mm-hmm. um, and uh, my prayer is that someone would come along and mm-hmm. you know help see the vision and uh, you know uh, be helpful to us because there is just so many orphans and you know kids from there you know uh, people just I mean unfortunately they just throw their babies and uh, there's a lot of poverty uh, in Pakistan mm-hmm. uh, you know imagine a country where 60% of the people uh, live below poverty line. Wow. And, uh, you know, if you know anything about the poverty line, mm-hmm. uh, poverty line means a family which is earning less than uh, $60 a month. Wow. And in those cases, you know, oh. people, you know, unfortunately in third world countries do not realize their parental responsibilities, have babies, and end up throwing them away. And I feel sorry but such is the plight. And we even have, you know, in these feeding centers, uh, uh, kids from the families uh, where parents were bombed in a church. Mm-hmm. Because I think in 2012 onwards, until 2016, we had a lot of bombings in the church. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we had a lot of kids who were orphans. And even still, there's a lot of orphan kids. In these, and they uh, live on the street? And they live on the streets, you know, unfortunately. Oh and uh, so all I can do for them right now is to just feed them and uh, while the need is there we just pray that you know uh, God will help us continue to provide for them as much as we possibly can absolutely yeah oh I thank you for raising the awareness level of that need and uh, perhaps there are viewers who would want to learn more about how they could help with that need and we'll We'll uh, talk about how they might can make connection uh, and uh, a little bit later in the program. Well, do you have any particular stories that you might like to share regarding the youth camps? Uh, anything in particular that has stood out to you as like uh, knowing that this is of the Lord uh, for for it to just take place? Yeah, you know, I mean, youth camps. Every time we do them, they're different every time we go into different cities we go to different people and what I've seen with the youth camps is that more and more you know uh, Muslim people are attending the youth camps and uh, uh, it has been amazing I mean uh, I'll tell you that I've been in prison for like five days you know because of uh, some kids who were Muslims and you know they came to the youth camp and uh, uh, you know when we have our altar call when we get people to pray the sinner's prayer uh, these a lot of these kids stand up and pray mm-hmm. and uh, you know so it, there there has been a huge awakening in that mm-hmm. sense and mm-hmm. uh, um, I have had several people come to me from other religions and you know it has been privileged to see them come to Christ from Hindu backgrounds from Sikh backgrounds and you know to baptize them and you know there was a girl who was like about 15 years of age and uh, a year and a half ago, uh, she, uh, you know, uh, she was at our camp and she realized that she needed Jesus. You know, and she saw the light and, uh, you know, so um, it was so hard, I tell you. I mean, to see this girl, uh, you know, understand her faith, mm-hmm. but at the same time, the struggles she had to face afterwards. Her family denounced her and... Uh, 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 I think there was a time she was going to be killed, wow. and uh, but she wouldn't denounce her faith. Mm-hmm. 
you know so that was very encouraging to me yeah that was very yes. encouraging to me um her father you know broke her legs probably, oh, wow. and, uh, um, simply because she went to a youth camp wow. and uh so, I mean, many stories like that, that we see in youth camps and where people are suffering because of their faith, mm. because they surrendered, uh, you know, to the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Mm. So, you know, while that goes on, I'm always encouraged by it. But, you know, I, I, what I say is that God is in control of all things, mm -hmm. you know, and... Uh, and that young lady will be in eternity with Jesus Christ amen. and... and yeah. That's what it's all about, Anise. That's it, what it's, it's all about. It's, yes, yes. Yeah, and we pray for her. Yes. We pray for her every time, you know, and uh, uh, we did what we could to help mm -hmm. the girl out. You know, I don't want to go into the details sure. of that, but, you know, uh, we helped her out. And uh, praise God. I mean, she's uh, in a better home now. But, uh, you know, those kind of stories, you know, uh, a lot of those I'm not even at liberty to say. Of course, of course, of course. But I appreciate you sharing yeah. that one because I know that, uh, you know, we, we hear bits and pieces in the news here of things that happen, but uh, you experience witnessing this on a day-to-day -day basis, and, and I just can imagine the impact it has on your uh, commitment to, to keep on doing what you do. Uh, Amen. Well, let's talk about uh, the country of Pakistan. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, we don't really talk here in the country, in, in, in the States about, well, you know, how many Christians are there? I mean, you, you mentioned Muslims and Hindus and, and the Sikhs. Tell us what, what we're looking at as far as those. Well, it's a country. It's, uh, uh, it is the third biggest Muslim country in the world. I think uh, when it comes to the worldwide population, it's like at the sixth. It's the sixth biggest. Wow country in the world population wise it has a population of about 260 million at least and mm. growing as fast as you possibly can imagine and uh, uh, you know I mean it's a 95% uh, Muslim country and uh, you know the with it, that minority is 5% you know you got all kinds of people Mm -hmm. You know, and but you know the minorities are growing as well mm -hmm. with the passage of time. The minorities are growing. The unfortunate thing about minorities is that uh, ninety-five percent of the minorities are very poorly, uh, you know, in the ways of uh, education and mm -hmm. economically they have all kinds of challenges, yes. and uh, they suffer because of uh, all of that. And, uh, you know, I mean, the persecution is never there. I mean, uh, it starts from discrimination. Uh, you know, even my own kids. I mean, I I'll tell you a story about my son, about, you know, uh, two years ago, uh, rather three years ago, my son was in school and my wife was there. I was at that time here in the U.S. and my son had his uh, sports day. And, uh, you know, so my wife was there, you know, just to witness the sports day at his, her, his school. And, mm -hmm. you know, and uh, while all the kids were playing, my son wasn't there. You know, so my wife, when she went to get Rishail, my son, and uh, so she asked him, why didn't you come out and play? What happened? You know, so he tells his uh, mother, and he was five years of age at the time, that, you know, the teacher said, well, I'm not going to let you play because you're a Christian. And, uh, 
you know, yeah. so it had a very bad effect on of my course, child and, you know, on, on his mother as well. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I told her, I mean, I just said, look, you know, uh, uh, Jesus said, you know, if they're going to uh, do this to the green tree, what are they going to do to the, you know, the dry one? Uh-huh. You know, I don't know if I said it correctly, but something to that effect. But, you know, I tell you, I mean, uh, I said to her that, you know, I think we are to expect these things mm-hmm. uh, in this country. And uh, I teach my kids every day yes. that, you know, they need to learn to recognize that we live in a world that uh, does not belong to us. And we are mm-hmm. Christians. And, you know, I, I'll tell you just uh, just two weeks ago, two, three weeks ago, uh, my son, you know, because this is, was the beginning of Ramadan, mm-hmm. and uh, he said, well, my classmates told, uh, you know, asked me that I should become a Muslim, you know, since mm-hmm. everyone is a Muslim. And so he tells me that he told his Muslim friends that I would much rather die before I change my faith. Wow. And, wow. Uh, you know, I was so proud of it. Oh, yes. And, I think you said uh, he's eight years of age. Now yeah. he's eight. Yes, and yes. Uh, he's understanding more and more. Mm. And my kids, you know, ask me questions all the time about why we're Christians. And I continue to tell them, you know, that this yes. is what we are as Christians. And, you know, praise God for who we are, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, so Absolutely. that's what it is like in Pakistan. I mean, yes. uh, it can be difficult um, yes. at times. But it's like I said again. It's a privilege. Mm-hmm. It's a privilege. You know, see, Apostle Paul, you know, I, um, no one can be like him, I, I don't think. Uh, but, you know, uh, he expresses how many times he was beaten up. Yes. And, uh, you know, and uh, I tell you, uh, we are no better than Apostle Paul. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's I so feel. true. That's and so true. Uh, yeah. what I say generally mm-hmm. is that, you know, if we... Uh, I don't know. It's so easy to get into that comfort mode, and once you get into it, it's so hard to get out of it. And you know, but uh, uh, you know, if we believe that this life, uh, Jesus paid for it mm-hmm. with His blood, uh, so it belongs to Him. Yes, it does. And I need to do whatever He's called me to do. Wow! Wow! Well, you know, I, I can say we, we certainly know what discrimination here is here in the States, but uh, thus far we've not had the, the persecution levels that exist there. Uh, let's let's talk about uh, the schools yes, ma'am. for the children. And I know that uh, when we had you on before, you talked about the schools and and the importance of, of, of those and and. We prayed that that those would remain open and and uh, th- let's talk about how that's going and and uh, how you know are, are is the government causing issues in regard to the schools and because it's it's uh, not a Muslim school. Hmm. Yeah, um, the school is doing really well. Praise God, and uh, uh, the government causes. Uh, a lot of issues a lot of times uh, they generally do not like it that a school with Christian name should exist but you know praise God uh, we try and do a good job of educating people the teachers at our school we just try and tell them that we're gonna be honest about providing education and providing a good healthy atmosphere for the students who come to this school mm-hmm. uh, you know while, you know, the government continues to put a lot of uh, barriers upon us, I mean, there are, a lot of them are security barriers and very justified as well at times because 
you know, um, they would have us to put, uh, you know, inc raise our walls, put security cameras and things like that. Sure, and, sure. You know, all those things. And I think those are right things. But then there are also issues where, you know, um, you know, where government is just undue at times and I may say discriminatory uh, with the Christian schools such as ours. And But praise God, I mean, he has seen it through and he mm -hmm. continues to see it through. Uh, uh, School is one of the big reasons, uh, or rather one of the big uh, ways in which we minister to the Muslim people. Mm -hmm. You know, in my office there are, you know, these tracks about how to go to heaven and even the Bibles. And a lot of people come into my office at school and, you know, they want to get their hands on a Bible. So, you know, if they want it, we give it to them. Yes. You yes. know, so the school is our one outlet uh, uh -huh. to the Muslim people. And, uh, you know, so we just pray that the school continues and... Mm -hmm. You know, and, uh, uh, you know, things go well. You know, in this, uh, in Feb, March, we had rains for like about three weeks, 25 days at least, you mm -hmm. know, straight rains. And we had about three of the classrooms, you know, we lost the roof on oh, those. Yeah. My. And uh, we're just praying that somehow we can rebuild it. But, you know, yes. we'll suffered some damage at our school after that rain. But, okay. you know, this summer vacation, I'm planning on... Uh, you know, rebuilding three rooms uh, in the school. Okay. Um, because right now, uh, you know, with this heat, uh, right now it's about 115 degrees at least oh, uh, my. in Pakistan. And, mm. you know, well, a lot of times we're teaching kids, uh, you know, underneath a tree, mm -hmm. you know, because uh, we have right now the issue with the school and the rooms. But anyway, you know, I mean, God has kept it going. Mm -hmm. We're just trying to stay faithful to what mm -hmm. he has called us to do. And, you know, I believe, you know, uh, he'll continue to carry it forward. Absolutely. You know, because a lot of good things are happening because of the school. Of course. Of yeah. course. I know prayer is, is so very important uh, for you. And I, I, I know that you have experienced answered prayer in miraculous ways. And I wanted to see if there was a particular story that you might want to share, just how God intervened as a result of of prayer um you know we when we are at our youth camps uh you know we always pray for security and safety mm -hmm. and uh we just uh pray that god would somehow have his work done you know in uh in last two youth camps even in november we had an incident with asia bb and uh, there was a time when you know see we had uh spent a lot of money and the Philippine team had come and, you know, we had to do youth camps and although one or two of the youth camps were canceled, still we went about and we, you know, uh, did the remaining youth camps and so many people came to mm -hmm. the youth camps, mm -hmm. you know. So God has answered our prayers in that regards. I always say that, you know, uh, God has always answered my prayers with regards to ministry, yes. about raising the pastors about good numbers at the youth camps, mm -hmm. you know, about uh, more plants, church plants. You know, God has always answered our prayers in that regard. Yes, yes. You know, so uh, praise God. I mean, we have had a lot of answered prayers for our mm -hmm. youth camps. I mean, also for security, there have been times mm -hmm. when we've been uh, taken to, uh, you know, in the prison and then let go. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. uh, I think all that is because of a lot of prayers. Oh, no doubt about it. Yeah. Because you hear stories in other countries where... 
pastors will be in prison for months or years at a time. So I'm always thankful when I hear that someone's been released and, and praise God. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Is there an area of your ministry that we haven't discussed that you would love for our viewers to know about or a story that you wanted to make sure they heard? Well, we discussed, uh, I think we discussed just about a lot of things, but, uh, uh, you know, I, I really want to discuss the uh, area of the pastoral seminars. Yes. You know, I think we discussed that we want to see it grow mm -hmm. into a seminary. Yes, uh, yes. But praise God, I mean, the seminars are growing every day. And, uh, you know, it's been amazing what God has done with it. Uh, many people have come along and, and they're so much uh, thirsty for God's word. And, mm. uh, you know, so uh, the seminars we do about, I think, with, with these 50 pastors, I meet with once some. Uh, once every two months mm -hmm. and there's a group of about 200 pastors that in, I invite three times in a year yes so you know I mean I just pray that God will continue those efforts and uh, grow them even more mm -hmm. and more and more people are calling me rather than uh, you know uh, coming you know I have to invite so many people but a lot of people are now inviting me to come to their cities and do seminars with them Excellent. So it even happens that in a, in one month, I may even have to go to like three cities uh, to do seminars with these people, you know, so that's uh, an aspect of our ministry oh, that, wow. that, you know, that uh, has come along. But, you know, uh, uh, I really want people to pray that God would give me strength, mm -hmm. you know, to uh, to do this because, yes. uh, you know, it gets a little bit difficult with all that uh, travel and you know, even when you have your family and, you know, they suffer mm -hmm. because of it. And, uh, yes. you know, so I just seek out prayers that God will just, uh, you know, give Absolutely. us strength to carry all of this. Absolutely. And I do ask our, our listeners to to pray for your health, your your family's health, your wife, that uh, Amen. Uh, you're going to have a, a precious baby coming soon. And yes. that uh, the Lord will bring a healthy delivery and keep Amen. your family healthy and safe. And that he will continue to provide for every need uh, and for those desires that you have for the hungry children and uh, the schools that, that their resources would become available to you. Amen. Uh, we will keep all those in our prayers. And if you'd like to learn more about uh, Anissa's ministry, you can reach us at Grace School of Theology, G-S-O-T edu gsot.edu and we can help you make connections if you would like to uh, help support the uh, amazing work that is taking place in the country of Pakistan well uh, once again just thank you so much um, thank you for, me. for joining us it. and we'll be also praying for your safe travels back home Amen. and uh, and we'll look forward to you coming back to visit us here in the states again soon Amen. so god well, bless you. you i appreciate it god bless you too Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to Saving Grace. To listen again to this podcast or to access our entire podcast archive, go to gsot.edu forward slash center or download the Grace app to your smartphone. There you will find devotional studies, Bible studies, our Grace Cafe live interviews, and much, much more. Look for our new on-demand teaching platform coming soon. Thanks so much for listening.